Hello and welcome to the Success Secret Podcast with Rosso Santalev. I am excited to introduce you to a series of conversations with some of the most successful and inspiring individuals from various industries. My aim is to dive into the stories behind their success and explore the knowledge, strategies, habits, mindsets, and wisdom that have propelled their success. Each episode of the Success Secret Podcast will feature a different guest who will share their unique journey, the challenges they faced, and the lessons they have learned along the way. I will also be covering topics from entrepreneurship and innovation to leadership and personal development. Whether you are an inspiring entrepreneur, a seasoned business professional, or just someone looking to improve your life, the Success Secret Podcast is for you. My goal is to bring you valuable insights and inspiration that will help you achieve your own success in business and life. So get ready to learn and be inspired. The Success Secret Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome, Success Secret Nation, to this episode of the Success Secret Podcast with your host, Hussein Talib. In this episode, we are going to be talking about healing the human brain and to how to rewire your brain today. My guest in this episode talking about this, his name is Scott Warwick. He is a three-time best-selling author, a national professional speaker, a practicing employment law attorney, and human resource professional with 40 years of hands-on experience. Scott uses his personal unique background to help organizations get where they want to go, which includes coaching and training managers and employees in his own unique practical and entertaining style. Scott traveled the U.S. presenting seminars on such topics as healing the human brain, employment, law, conflict resolution, leadership, and tolerance. So this is a big topic. Scott, welcome to the Success Secret Podcast. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it and uh, uh, love talking about this subject. Healing the human brain. This is something uh, very important and very big topic and then a big umbrella because yeah. the human brain is very like one of the, I assume I'm not fully understanding of what the human brains affects the human body. I'm not a biologist or whatever, or a doctor, but it's a very important part of our human body and more than that, actually. So first of all, I want you, Scott, to tell people here on the Success Secret Nation your story a little bit and uh, how it relates to you now. Okay. Yeah, uh, a good way to start because um... I'm not who you would usually think you would find talking about the brain and things like this, but um, uh, I'm sort of being controlled by circumstances in this, in that my uh, oldest son was born with uh, Asperger's autism, is what they called it back then, back in 1993. And we searched for years to try to find some answers as to what was going on. And then finally, he got this diagnosis. And we took him to some of the best board-certified psychiatrists we could find. Mm. All of them told us the same thing. This is just the way he's wired. There's there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, we, we can maybe control it with medication, but it's not necessarily a chemical problem as it is his the way his brain is wired. And so we were told that he might need a special high school might not be mainstreamed and that he, you know, probably, or maybe wouldn't go to college. So um, I thought, well, let's just look into this myself being an attorney. I'm into research and I uh, actually pride myself in being able to research. So I spent the next few years learning all of what the neuroscientists 
not what the neurologists were saying, but what the neuroscientists were discovering. And it was really an exciting time for the human brain. And uh, at that time, I mean, all these publications were coming out that we've learned more about the human brain in just the last few years than we've known in the previous 5,000. And I learned that, no, all of our psychiatrists, the board certified, top of their profession, they were all wrong. Uh, you can rewire the human brain. Uh, you actually grow 100,000 brand new brain cells every month. And that's called neurogenesis. And each one of those brain cells, each one of those neurons can grow 10 to maybe 100 connections. So you can grow maybe a million new connections every month and rewire your brain. And if you give your brain a chance, uh, that's what it naturally does. So we took, uh, or in 2006, Michael and I flew to Reston, Virginia, to the Amen Clinics. And he was 12 years old, and we had his brain scanned, and it was a mess. Red hot spots meant it was just burning too hot in certain areas. Other areas were not burning hot enough. So uh, we started all kinds of therapies and change of diet, change of all kinds of things, uh, changed medications, uh, gave us a much more accurate view as to what we were dealing with. So we get better diagnosis and better treatment plan. Well, we took him back two years later in 2008 to see, okay, where are we with this? How are we doing? And at the same time, my wife told me, well, while we're there, you're getting scanned. You're getting scanned. And I said, no, no, I'm not. I don't need a scan. And she goes, oh, no, you're getting scanned. You're nuts. You are nuts. You're getting scanned. And so uh, Michael was scanned and his brain was about 15% rewired better. And mine showed flaming uh, hot spots uh, and was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay. So for the next several years, we got on our horse and uh, change of diet, change in exercise. I fired clients who were just too much trouble, you know, just too much cortisol and adrenaline. Okay. And that's really the biggest culprit to our health is when you are flooding your body chronically with ongoing distress, like you work in a workplace where there are bullies, or if you are a bully. Uh, 20% of all that is going to go to your brain, which only makes up two to 3% of your body weight. Well, we went back for our follow-up scans in 2020 and my brain is about 85% cured, 85% better. My obsessive compulsive disorder, the hot spots in my temporal lobes are completely gone. Michael's was about 75% better. And just to let you know, he defied what the doctors predicted. He went on to graduate from Ohio State University with honors and then got his master's degree in psychology from Roosevelt University in Chicago with a 3.91 grade point average. So, you know, the, the crisis that we're in now, JAMA came out just recently and said that our mental health system, our mental health systems in this country are so bad, all the money in the world won't fix it. Because we, 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 we are not taking care of our brains. We are not doing, we take our medication, which is great, wonderful. But if you had a heart attack, you would take the medicine your cardiologist gave you. You'd do that. But you'd get up off the couch and go for a walk. Mm. The doctor would tell you to get rid of your distress. You would do that. You would, 
you would not eat barbecue for lunch every day. You would change the way. And in this country, we don't do that. We still beat our brains into pulps. Mm. And it's the way we live and the people we hang around. And so that's my message is, hey, we have got to start treating our brain like it is a physical organ and give it a chance to heal. Yeah. So this a lot of things that you mentioned there. First of all, like the red spots, I assume, which is a lot of things are not going well uh, for the brain, right? And there is some kind of uh, maybe... Uh, maybe what appears in the in the rays, maybe in the blue, or I don't know what the color is of it. it. It means that they are positive movement or positive things that happening in the brain. But the red ones apparently are they are negative ne- neurons, right? Ne- right negative right. connections. So like you well, mentioned a few reasons why that happened, and also you mentioned it improved to eighty five percent. So there is a lot. Can we first of all? Uh, determine exactly what the reasons are for that uh, negative activities in the brain and also can we reach to 100% wellness in our brain because as you mentioned there are things that involve in our lives even if it's eating mm-hmm. uh, environment other people negativity from other people there is a lot of things that are affecting our health and well-being mm-hmm. so how yeah. do we let's say Uh, know the things or the first signs of our brain being let's say weaker and how we can can put list let's say a plan to to move things into the right direction for it okay well there's a lot to unpack there those are really good points uh let's just start with how most of us damage our brain okay now michael and i make a really good comparison because he was born that way okay and i always love this hey that's just the way i'm wired no you choose to be who you are, okay? And I I coach people all the time on their level of emotional intelligence. Can you control your ego and can you control your emotions? And I will tell you right now, when you see somebody who is hypersensitive and they're offended by everything, that's brain damage. And when I say brain damage, what they could have been born that way or more than likely, they have flooded their brain with so much cortisol and adrenaline that those red spots that you're referring to more than likely they've burned it. I mean, you have, they have like me, I literally burned and inflamed my brain. So you got to get rid of that burning. It's just like a blister on your heel. Okay. So, um, so when we talk about creating a good environment for your brain, it's not any one thing. It's not like, well, you do this, then you'll be good. No, it doesn't work that way. It's just like with your heart. You, you've got to get some exercise, you know, get yourself going and shoot some hoops, do something that you like. Uh, you've got to make sure every day that you are drinking half your weight in ounces in water. Now, I know your viewers can't see this, but I've got these great big 32 ounce mugs of water and I have four of them and I fill those every day, every day. Your brain is mostly water. And so what you're doing is you're you're flushing this. Uh, well, and you got to make sure that you're hanging around good people. Wonderful studies have been coming out uh, on when you go to work, what you want is you want to work with really good people where, you know, they're not going to stab you in the back. And this is the culture of the place that you work. And it's really interesting with today's job searches, more people are Googling 
an employer's culture, mm. what their yeah. values are, than what their pay scales are. And, and I will tell you, with today's labor market, you have a bullying environment. A lot of people just quit right on the spot and they'll leave and they'll have another job tomorrow. Okay. So it's, it's creating that environment that's very supportive and making sure that you work for a good employer and not a sleaze bag. It's that simple. Uh, and a lot of folks, they know they're having problems. How do they know they're having problems? A big sign is you're not sleeping well. Okay. One of the first signs that will start to erupt in that you've got some brain damage. And understand, 30% of the American workforce, 30% of all your listeners statistically have post-traumatic stress disorder, just like me. Okay. And if you've noticed in this country that, see, the American Psychological Association said we were at critical mass in the first part of 2020. And then we got COVID. Mm. And COVID just pushed us right over the edge to where, oh my gosh, now we are beyond critical mass. We have doubled the number of mass shootings in this country in the last few years. Today, right now, in 2023, we average 1.8 shootings, public, you know, mass shootings every day. Every, and, and I'm not saying, well, it's guns, this or whatever. No. Those have gone up with the same amount of guns in the in the society that we've always had, but people are going over the edge. It's not normal that someone would show up at a mall and just start shooting people. Mm-hmm. So most of the people that you know would like to have better mental health. Okay. Well, that's what this program is all about. And, and I would never tell somebody not to take their medications. I would never tell somebody, well, no, medications are bad. I wish more people were on the correct medications. But again, just like with your heart, you would never just pop the pills that your cardiologist gave you and then go eat barbecue and ice cream all day. You wouldn't do that as a death wish. That's the same thing for your, that's the same thing for your brain. Yeah, exactly. So like we we talked about how how this can be improved and it went to 85%. And you mentioned that there are neurons that were actually uh, growing basically in the brain new. So is this something that happens all of our lives? If someone, mm-hmm. uh, if a child 10 years old, uh, a young man at 20, an old man at uh, 80 or 90, does this happen all of our lives until we are not here anymore? Or yeah, right what is exactly the story with that? Yeah, right up until you die. Uh, your brain, and that's the one thing that's really kind of fascinating, You've got all these stem cells in your brain. And every month, about 100,000 of them pop up and start growing. Mm -hmm. Well, that might slow down the number of those. But the connections, like the more that you use your brain, the more you use these neurons, the more they're going to spark because a human thought is a little shot of neurotransmitter, little goo, and an electric charge. Well, as you fire and fire and fire and fire that neuron, it's going to overload. And when you overload that, it's going to grow new sprouts. It really works the same way as the flowers in your garden, that those roots will grow and then they will grow little roots and then they'll grow more roots and then they'll grow more roots. And that's what you want in your brain. And if you take care of your brain, this is how you can heal it is you can grow 100,000 new neurons every month 
with maybe a million new connections. But if you if you live like them, like most Americans, if you eat 25 percent of all your meals at fast food, you don't drink water, you do not go out for a walk, you hang around toxic people, you're doomed. You will burn. You will kill about eighty five thousand brain cells every day. Well, that's a, yeah. that's a very big, huge number, right? Because a lot of us, like I'm sure you know, and you see working with clients and some people that you saw that a lot of us don't really give that much attention to our brain. Mm-hmm. Like maybe when we are physically hurt, like we have a cut, we have something, we be, we we give it some attention. Yeah. But uh, in our brain, usually it's like it's something that we have as a humans for granted, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So how do you think that people should like deal with this thought or this mind this mindset in regards to our brains? You know, that's a really good one because um, it, it's really it really kind of funny. Um, you'll hear someone talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. All right. Mental health, mental disorders and things like this. And I'm like, OK let's call it what it is. It's a, it's brain damage. Okay. So we think of mental and we think of the mind like it's some mystic thing. Okay. It's, but it's the brain. If we start thinking of the brain, just like we do the human heart, it's a physical organ and you got to protect it. You got to take care of it. And it is amazing. I'll, I'll, I've sent over 40 of my clients to go get brain scans uh, because a brain scan is very different than an MRI. An MRI is an x-ray on steroids. Mm. It's a structural exam. It, it looks inside your brain for any tears and clots and things like this. An MRI looks the same on a live person as a dead one because you're just looking at the structure. Spec scans look at the living tissue. And so I've sent about 40 some people to go get those scans. Well, I help them get this covered by their insurance. So I'll get on the phone, talk to the insurance company. Inevitably, some genius at the insurance company is going to ask me, well, is this physical or is it behavioral? And I'm like, yes, it's your brain. So you kind of see this whole thing, even the insurance companies, well, is this mental or is it physical? It's, it's the same thing. It's your brain. So that little step right there, if we start thinking of our brain like a physical organ, then, and then start learning more about how to take care of it. Most people don't have a clue what damages their brain and they don't have a clue as to how to take care of it so that it will do what it does naturally and regrow. And I'll tell you, it's amazing. Uh, I've talked to so many different folks in my practice. Um, They they will be on the right medication. The, The doctor that they're going to has done a wonderful job in diagnosing the problem, got them on the right medication and the medication is working. And two or three or four years later, they gotta up the meds. They gotta up the meds. Well, I'll tell you, Most of the time, what's happening is you're taking the medications, which are great because they're suppressing the symptoms. They don't do anything to cure the brain. They don't cause more brain cells to grow. They just suppress symptoms. It's like a painkiller, okay? But you keep bashing your brain like a soccer ball. You're going to damage it more. So guess what? 
you got to up the meds. The medication doesn't work anymore. Here's my thing. Well, take your meds. That's wonderful. You've taken that step to take care of yourself, but take care of your brain. Because if you take care of your brain, then maybe you won't have to up your medication later. And maybe you won't need as much of that medication. If I listened to my doctors, I would be on a handful of five or six psychiatric medications today. And I'm not. And I'm not. And I've actually got the pictures to prove it. What parts of my brain are actually cured? So, like, I want to take a little bit further. Like, do you, how do you think, like, the brain attached to, for example, spirituality or, for hmm. example, meditation, these kind of things? We talked about, like, for example, going for a walk or maybe doing some sports or whatever. But mm -hmm. how do you look at the spirituality of things for the brain if it exists? Or do you think it relates? Or, for example, at least meditation or these kind of practices? Big, big part of it. Huge part. Uh, and again, it is we're living in such an age that we can actually look inside the brain and see. There is this wonderful study of Buddhist monks who spend so much time meditating. Okay, And the, the, the spirituality... You know, it's kind of funny. Uh, spirit, uh, religious people pray. Uh, spiritual people meditate. Potato, potato. Okay, same type of thing. Okay, so, um, but the 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 frontal lobes of which is what we use for emotional control, logical center, our frontal lobes. A Buddhist monk's frontal lobes are huge. They dwarf other people. Because you're always, always firing those frontal lobes. Now, most people can't meditate for hours a day, but we've got studies that 20 minutes a day for just a few weeks will show more neurons in your frontal lobes. And this is so effective that the Navy SEALs are doing it. Now, I don't know how many people out there are familiar with what training Navy SEALs have to go through. But just to become a Navy SEAL, uh, the final test for you is to go into a pool, maybe 20 feet underwater, and you've got to stay under there with your scuba gear for 20 minutes. As your instructor comes around and pulls the air out of your mouth. Now, I'll tell you right now, anybody who has ever been in the pool and gulped a mouthful of water and choked on it, knows what drowning feels like. It is, it is our greatest fear as a human. Now picture these guys underwater having to do this. The Navy SEALs were flunking out 75% of everybody who went through. Only 25% would pass. So they said, what if we became more mindful? What if we borrowed a page from the Buddhist monks and we started doing this stuff? Well, what's happening is these Navy SEALs are strengthening up their control mechanism, their frontal lobes, to control their amygdalas. And those amygdalas, which sit like two little balls behind your eyeballs and above your ears, all of our fight or flight comes from that. And just to keep this in perspective, a guy by the name of Dr. Joseph Ledoux discovered those in 1992. Now think about that. That's, that's nothing. I mean, when I was in high school, we knew about fight or flight, but we had no idea what part of the brain where that centered. And it took another six, seven, eight, nine years to figure out what it did. Today, we know that the more powerful your frontal lobes are, that they can control 
your fight or flight response. Pass rate of the Navy SEALs today is more like 33%. Just by that. And it's, I will tell you, meditation has got a big part in the book. And I have an app and a couple of apps on my phone that is purely for meditation because it is it is absolutely an essential piece for self-control. And just food for thought, I use a picture of Bruce Lee and part of my, my uh, uh, emotional intelligence model. And I'll get people, why is Bruce Lee up there? I said, because the fastest way to grow your emotional intelligence is to study martial arts. Mm, that's amazing. So, yeah, you mentioned, <laughs> so you mentioned your book and you have meditation part of it. So what do you think that made you want to share what happened with you into a book? And what are the important, import, most important let's say chapters in the book that you oh. want people to apply. Yeah. Um, well, let's start with why I wrote the book. Um, I been working on this program. I've actually been presenting on this program for over 10 years, you know, traveling around doing this type of stuff. And the response that I see that I've been seeing for people from people is that they have no clue. They, and things they do every day that they honestly have no idea that they're literally destroying their brain. So uh, I started putting all this stuff together and started putting it down into a book because I can't necessarily go and speak everywhere or people hear me, but anybody can pick up a book and read it. And so uh, just finished it last year in 2022. We published it in December 1st, but the whole idea is that, yes, I'm trying to sound the alarm as much as I can. The mental health of this country is going down the pot, okay? And just think of the Romans. The Romans went crazy. Rome went cra literally crazy. Some genius thought it was a good idea to line the aqueduct, where all the water's coming into Rome, with lead. Okay, you shouldn't drink leady water. And when you happen to have a little lead mixer with your water, you're going to get lead poisoning and you're going to go nuts. And welcome to Rome. Okay. Very well documented. Uh, oh yeah. They're just flipping nuts. We are going down the road of mental disorders because of the society we've created. Okay. Interestingly enough, like when you go into fight or flight, just as an example, you're going to release all that adrenaline and cortisol. Your brain only makes up 2% of your body weight. 20% of all of that gasoline is going to go to your brain. Your brain is the first organ to go. If you are under great distress and you have intestinal problems, diarrhea, okay, your brain's already damaged. It's the first organ to go. People have no idea. So as I speak to people and I show people and in my coaching where I'm coaching people and I coach people because they're about to get fired, behavioral problems. Okay. We talk about life skills. We talk about how to cure the brain, how to deal with the brain. And I will tell you, uh, my clients get better. My clients can improve their brain. You cannot control your emotions and ego if you do not have a healthy brain. So in the book, about half of the book or almost maybe 40% of the book uh, is all dedicated to this is what we did. Here's my program, the meditation, 
the water, what to eat, why organic is so important, okay? Uh, all of these different things. Hanging around good people is proven to be therapy. And, and I'll tell you, rule number one, if you work in a workplace where it is toxic, like 75-ish percent of all Americans say they absolutely hate their job. They hate it because they feel it's, like they're being bullied. It is, it is about the people because when you have like some kind of negative people, they are always complaining or they are not performing at the, what they do. Uh, it's 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 a bad situation to be in. It's like you, yeah. I know for a fact, like you don't want to argue with this kind of people. It's because it right. hurts your brain. Like it's kind of putting a nail in with a hammer, like and start okay. knocking on it. So it's <laughs> it's not good in any way. And no. you also mentioned the food, for example, a lot of it now it's processed food and ready food. Everything is now ready food in the in packs or cans. So yep. that's not good. We all tend to go for fast food places, restaurants, <laughs> because it, we assume you now yeah. it could be a little bit faster, but we have to put a, a little bit of a habit to make certain things ourselves a few days a week at least, not every day, maybe in a hurry, if we're in a hurry, yeah, but not every day to go for that solution yes, because it's not good for us. Plan, plan, plan. Absolutely. That's why God made baggies. They're wonderful Tupperware. It's brilliant. I oh, I tell you right now, I got a wonderful collection of Tupperware. Just fantastic. Because exactly like you said, I want whole foods. You know, I fix my own chicken, you know, things like this. And, uh, uh, you know, very, very little processed food. Because honestly, the whole food stuff is better. It tastes better. And I always make up a bunch. You always make more and throw it into a Tupperware thing. And man, that's what you grab when you go. And uh, there are actually more healthy uh, products out there, more organic, more whole foods, more fresh fruits and vegetables than ever before. But it's making those choices. And, and I will tell you, I don't even have to explain. I think everybody knows this, how addictive sugar is. I'm not knocking sugar. Not knocking sugar, but there's wonderful substitutes out there like stevia and things like this. But you don't eat a Snickers bar every morning for breakfast. Okay, so it's, but it, it's it's changing the way that we live. And I will tell you, like those toxic environments. If I, I love to talk to CEOs and chief operating officers because they don't want to go crazy either. And and I'll tell you, if that doesn't motivate them. To create a good workplace, I'll tell you, just a few years ago, and boy, listen up on this one, that massive flooding of cortisol and adrenaline causes Alzheimer's. And I'm not saying it might cause Alzheimer's. If you flood your brain with cortisol, you will grow Alzheimer's cells. It's, it's like somebody who smoked for 40 years, they really shouldn't be shocked when they get lung cancer. And that's what we're learning about cortisol. Now, let me just tell you how important it is to have that healthy brain. There was this wonderful study where these nuns are all in their 90s. Wonder, I mean, real fun people. Just they're all like Betty White, just, just wonderful people. When they died, they performed autopsies on these nuns. They all had Alzheimer's. All of them. But they had built up so many positive cells. They have got so much of a reserve of those million connections. Every, that they were never symptomatic. 
they had more good brain cells. So you see, they had Alzheimer's, but it didn't show up. That, and I can tell you right now, none of your listeners have more Alzheimer's cells in their brain right now that have not been diagnosed with that than me. My brain was a mess in 2008, but I'll tell you right now, I drink my water. You will never meet somebody in your life who will tell you to go to hell faster than me because you're not worth the cortisol and adrenaline. If you want to bully me, I'll just shut you right out and I'll never talk to you again because you're blowing cigarette smoke in my face and I won't do, I'm never going back to where I was in 2008. And I want everybody to get this type of religion. I want them to take care of their brain better than they take care of their feet. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So because this is the Success Secret podcast, how, how important do you think having our brain in the right condition to achieve the success that we want to achieve, whether it's financial or in business or career or whatever? It's everything. It's everything. And honestly, that is such a good question. I put a slide in there. And I don't know if your listeners, this will be an age thing, if they've ever seen the uh, movie Young Frankenstein. Fantastic old movie. And I got this picture of Marty Feldman who plays Igor with the brain. And I put this graphic up and people or older like me get it right away. And I'll say, is your brain important? And it's kind of funny because I've gone to different conferences and someone would say something like in their notes, they'd say, I really enjoyed this, but I don't really see how this helps me with my job. And so sometimes subtlety doesn't get you anywhere. So I'll tell you, Hussein, this is a perfect question. You need your brain for everything. You could lose a foot. You could lose a hand. You can't lose your brain. Look at Stephen Hawking. The guy's body was shot. But his brain was the most magnificent organ that we know of. He was so brilliant. You, everything you are, your sense of humor, the way you relate to other people, how happy you're going to be is your brain. Really, your whole body is nothing but a transport system for your brain. That's all it is. And when your legs give out, we're going to get your brain a wheelchair to take you around because that's all you really are is your brain. So perfect question. You cannot do your job. You cannot be happy. You can't have relationships. You're nothing without your brain and you should protect it with your life. You should never, never let anybody blow smoke on it. Yeah. You mentioned being happy. So that's also another thing or aspect into it. So like us as humans, for example, you want to achieve success to be maybe happy, to want to achieve like some financial freedom or support each other or help people to be happy or whatever it is that we do, we seek happiness. So yeah. also, how our brain makes us happy, do you think? Yeah. Um, I mean, let's just take, first of all, uh, when we look at happiness, when we look at happiness, Okay. And there's all kinds of studies out there. And that you see, and first of all, let me tell you right now, there's no study in the world anywhere that is saying that the happiest people on the planet live in America. That is not even close. We're not even in the top 30, I don't think. So, but it's happy with who you are. And, and I'll tell you, it's like, well, I want to get this. I want to, no, wait a minute. Look where you are now. And this takes a logical brain. It takes being able to control your emotions, okay? And that's really what a lot of it gets back to. And, and remember, you and I, 
okay, you and I, and I don't care where somebody's living or whatever, all humans on the planet are related to each other by no more than 50 times removed. Now, if you believe in Adam and Eve, that makes sense. But then we got the Human Genome Project, which shows, yeah, we all have shared DNA. We all come from Mother Eve. That is just a fact. Okay, what's that mean? It means we all share the same wiring, and your family and my family lived here thousands of years ago running from saber-toothed tigers. Now, what we all have in common, we have those amygdalas, and they fire. Now, get your, get your fight or flight. 17 thousandths of a second. Picture, you, you can't even blink that fast, okay? So you and I and our relatives would be out walking thousands of years ago. We would see a bear. We ran. We, we didn't think about it. We just ran. There were humans who did not have the amygdalas like us, and they just stood there and scratched their head and go, huh, I wonder what that bear is going to do. Well, thank God, okay, because that's it for those people, okay? They didn't survive. Uh, the old joke, I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you is true. <laughs> that is true. So your relatives, my relatives, our shared relatives, we are now cursed with this brain that kicks in in 17 thousandths of a second in the 21st century. And guess what? We watch the news all the time and we see what's happening in Ukraine. We see what's happening at the mall. We, and we sit around and worry about it. And then we sit around and we scare ourselves with it. And I'll tell you, just, just to let you know how digital technology has destroyed part of our brain, kept us on that fight or flight response. Uh, if you're under the age of 30, male or female, the number two cause of death in America is suicide. And you know what that corresponds with? This is from Dr. Haidt, H-A-I-D-T, out of New York University. It all corresponds with the advent of the cell phone the iPhone. I can bully you in your bedroom. You are, you're not safe anywhere. Now you kind of see, now I'm on fight or flight all the time and I'm worrying about all these things. No, there's a great book out there called Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers because they're food basically because they don't worry. So you want to be happy Okay, first and foremost, build up those frontal lobes. Get a clean brain that isn't PTSD like mine was, that isn't having anxiety. But you got to have a healthy brain. You got to be like Betty White. Betty White, sharp as a tack until she died, like 10 days short of 100. That's a healthy brain. So that's what you and I need to work on together, and we can have a healthy brain. And you know what? Then we're content. We're happy. We're, we're happy with who we are. And quite frankly, if my neighbor has a better car than me, I don't care. I'm good. As long as, and now don't let me get me wrong here, as long as we have enough to sustain ourselves. So food, I always love this. Somebody has food insecurity. Oh my God in heaven. You mean they're hungry? Is that what you mean? That Come on, let's call it what it is. You're hungry. Okay, we've got to make sure that we are taking care of the people in our society that have enough to eat and drink water and things like this, because that's good for us. And then they won't go and commit the crimes. Okay, poverty is the worst form of violence against the brain. But for you and I, you got to take care of it so that we can ultimately be happy. That's very important what you mentioned there. We need to stop comparing our things, our lives to other people's uh lives it's, it's not we are not in the same place where they are whether 
in business life, financially, money, whatever it is, you can do your best to achieve what you want to achieve without comparing yourself to other people. Yes. Because this will, yeah, this will kill something in your, in you. Oh, it'll breed your insecurities. And I'll tell you, I've known a lot of folks in my life that are very wealthy. Okay, just very wealthy. They, their children don't have to work another day. Their grandchildren will never have to work another day. And I'll tell you, some of these people are just so miserable and they're filled with hate and they're filled with getting back. And I'm like, you're giving yourself Alzheimer's. If you are a bully, you are killing. So don't, hey, don't be crying when you are absolutely miserable one day because your brain is just so broken, you can't even fix it anymore. You got to be like Betty White. <laughs> you love yeah, be Betty White, man. Her body gave out, but her brain, she was sharp as a tack mm. right up until she died. It's almost 100. Exactly. Like uh, if we do, I don't know, maybe I assume if they have a study or if they do study people who lived like or uh, was born like 100 years ago or maybe mm. or before that, they have maybe longer lifespan than the people who, for example, born like maybe in the or will be born in these days because there are so much things there are so much things that could be pressuring them or a lot of things comparing to a lot of like lifestyle food a lot of things that compress so if you don't have the let's say self-discipline and the yeah. rules that can control yourself with you will damage yourself your brain and other things along the way Oh, you're so right. You're so right. And and I can tell you, it's amazing because um, you know, we, we talk about our food supply and everything like this. Uh, I you've one of the things that I talk about in the book are the studies that we we have on multivitamin packets. Uh, that is so critical to get your vitamins and minerals. Cause if you and I had an orange back in 1970 for the vitamin A, just hey, let's eat this orange. Okay, so we got this orange, and we have an orange today. To get the same amount of vitamin A, you got to eat eight of them. What, really? What? Yeah, you got to. Yeah, our corn, our broccoli, our asparagus, our oranges, our pears—they do not have the vitamins and minerals that they used to have. And the reason being is nobody rotates crops crops anymore, and our 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 manufactured uh, seeds. Okay, these seeds we're turning out have thicker and thicker stalks so that you can turn out more product per bushel, but you're not taking up any more vitamins and minerals. So if you pop in 10 uh, bushels of broccoli in a space where now you have a have 50, well, they're all splitting that same amount of vitamins and minerals. You're not getting the vitamins and minerals. JAMA, Journal of American Medical Association, 15 years ago came out and said, man, you got to be taking your vitamins and minerals because you are not getting what you need from your food. So you know, think about that. I love your uh, analogy here because my grandfather was born in 1899. So you could always have year one, he was one. Year five, he was five. So he, he lived a healthier life than what I will. But I might live longer because of what modern medicine can do for me. But my quality of life is going to go right down the yeah, toilet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So just because you're living longer doesn't mean that's better. Yeah, <laughs> you have to. Yeah. The, the comparison of how nutritious food is uh, mm-hmm. a long span with life and the modern farming styles, yeah. there are good ways. But at the same time, if you keep injecting animals or food or veg- veggies or fruits with 
like certain hormones or whatever it is that they oh. do to to make things grow faster and bigger with less nutritious things inside of them this is pointless so if you are in general would be full with like let's say two two oranges and one apple now you will have to eat four <laughs> apples and four oranges to be full to get your nutrition so this is a big comparison i assume Yes, yes. Farmers markets are wonderful. But I can tell you right now, big part is, is I send off to the Amen clinics and I take two packets of multivitamins every day. My whole family does. Mm-hmm. Because and we shop pretty healthy, but that doesn't necessarily mean the vitamins and minerals are going to be in there. And that's what the body needs. So honestly, we ate much healthier back in the 30s, 40s and 50s. And today our, our food is not what it was. Mm, yeah. Well, Scott, uh... Thank you for this conversation. Where can people, uh, I assume there's a lot of things we can talk about, but we are running out in time. So where can people get in touch with you, learn more about you and learn about your book? Oh, uh, I have one-stop shop, one-stop free stuff. Just go to scottwarrick.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-A-R-R-I-C-K.com. And I've got, if you look under the Lunch and Learns, the, the free resources, the books are on there. I got free videos to teach everybody what they need to do to protect their brain and then to rewire it. And I'll tell you, I love it when I go out and I see that I've gotten maybe 100 hits uh, over lunch. That means people are sitting down, eating lunch, and they are uh, learning stuff. And, and I hold a monthly lunch and learn that is absolutely free in which we're talking about how to live, how to rewire your brain, how to be tolerant of other people and not be, you know, a bigot or something like this, because there's no such thing as a bigot who has a healthy brain. Well, uh, Scott, thank you very much. Very enticing and amazing things that you have shared with us. Thank you very much. Hopefully things or whoever listening will take this into consideration because it is something that will help you along your life. Thank you very much for being here today with me. Oh, thank you.